up on today's federal newscast, Congress looks to regulate how federal agencies use artificial intelligence. A new congressionally-led commission to analyze cyber threats against the U.S. is launched. And another idea on the Hill looks to make it easier for small businesses to work with the Pentagon. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. another edition of the Federal Newscast, I'm Eric White. A bipartisan block of senators bring forth a bill to streamline the rollout of artificial intelligence at agencies. The Artificial Intelligence in Government Act would direct the General Services Administration to stand up a center of excellence on AI and would create an advisory board on AI usage in government. The bill would also task the Office of Personnel Management with updating or creating new job series to reflect the growing role of AI in government. A new bipartisan and bicameral commission is formed to review U.S. threats in cyberspace. Senator Angus King and Representative Mike Gallagher announced the launch of the Cyberspace Solarium Commission. It was established in the 2019 National Defense Authorization Act. Along with investigating cyber threats, the commission will also provide strategic guidance and policy recommendations on how to defend against them. It will be made up of 14 members from Congress, federal agencies, and relevant civilian professions to help build the strategic approach. Congress is also trying to make it easier for small businesses to work with the Pentagon. A new Senate bill looks to improve the Defense Department's Mentor-Protégé program. The program expired last year. The initiative allows mentors to make cash advances to their protégés, which DOD then reimburses. Oracle fires another salvo at DOD's $10 billion cloud procurement initiative. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The soap opera that is the Joint Enterprise Defense Initiative, or JEDI Cloud Procurement, entered another dramatic turn in a new court filing by Oracle. The software giant alleges former DOD employees have been caught in a web of lies, ethics violations, and misconduct. Oracle claims two DOD employees had job offers from Amazon Web Services and failed to alert officials in a timely manner while participating in key parts of the procurement cycle. Oracle asked the Court of Federal Claims to either find that AWS is ineligible for award or require DOD to further investigate and resolve the conflict of interest claims. I'm Jason Miller. It looks like smooth sailing for the Trump administration's nominee to be administrator of the Office of Federal Procurement Policy. Michael Wooten tells the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee if he's confirmed, he will highlight innovation best practices through the federal acquisition regulations. 18 bills clear the House Veterans Affairs Committee, including one instructing the Veterans Affairs Department to share more data with Congress about recent veteran suicides on VA campuses. The committee also cleared legislation that would officially grant benefits to Blue Water Navy veterans. House VA Committee Chairman Mark Takano has asked Speaker Nancy Pelosi to put this legislation up for a vote before Memorial Day. Senators Chris Van Hollen and Dan Sullivan are hoping to give more career options to the families of foreign service officers living abroad. The bill would give hiring preference to foreign service spouses for certain State Department vacancies and contract positions. It would also give space to outside entities to provide career services at state facilities. The American Foreign Service Association has endorsed the bill. The Navy is launching its My Navy Family app in anticipation of Military Spouse Day on May 10th. The app focuses on 11 key milestone events within the life of a Navy family. Those include new spouse orientation and mentorship, as well as networking resources. The program also brings together 22 different websites that are useful to military families. 
The Air Force has published new guidance that it hopes will break down data stovepipes across the service. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Air Force calls the more than 70-page document the Data Services Reference Architecture and says the objective is to make information more shareable across weapon systems and across organizations. It defines data as a collective asset and tells acquisition officials and program managers to start making their data discoverable across the Air Force under an open-first approach. It also gives preference for the use of open-source software to share that data. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 3% of cases closed by administrative judges at the Merit Systems Protection Board over the last five years ended in some kind of relief for federal employees. The MSPB says those cases ended in a cancellation or mitigation of a personnel action, back pay, or retirement benefits. MSPB says this rate shows administrative judges are getting their decisions right most of the time. And at least one small federal agency has a nearly complement of confirmed leadership. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. It's the Export-Import Bank. The Senate confirmed three Trump administration nominees to its board of directors, Kimberly Reed, Spencer Backus, and Judith Del Zoppo Pryor. Confirmation of two more board members remains pending, but the three new members give the Exim board a quorum. That means the export financing agency can operate at full lending capacity, Loans of more than $10 million require board approval. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 